Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile, and it's time for today's episode of the Daily Stand Up. So, without any further ado, let's get started. So, today, continuing down our path, I want to finish this subject off by talking about commitment and the importance of commitment, right? And I hear a lot of people say, oh, commitment's such a strong word, right? Why are we using commitment, right? So, I want to talk about some of the things that teams should be committing to or that individuals should be committing to and how we can get to that point. And truthfully, there was a great article that was sent my way. Uh, and in this article, it talks a lot about the importance of commitment. So I'm going to try to bend the article a little bit and talk about the things that I feel like we should be committed to and how that commitment makes an impact to the team. So the first type of commitment, commitment number one. So commitment number one is going to be commitment to improve. And I think that teams and organizations need to start with that commitment. And this is the, this is the one that makes sense because this has been the topic the whole week, right? How are we going to align ourselves so that we commit to improve so that we're not going to just be doing things for the sake of doing it? We're not just going through the motions. How are we as an organization committing to improve our business agility? Are we doing the right things? Are we taking the right steps? Do we have a plan in place of what we intend to do? Are we inspecting and adapting our progress as we go? Are we following the empirical process? And I think that if we're not focused on continuous improvement, Kaizen, then we are going to be in a bad place. So I think it's important for us to remember that commitment to improve is the key, the, the starting point for all these other things to go into motion. Second one I want to discuss is commitment to value, or how about commitment to increased value or maximum value, right? And I think that sometimes the team needs to commit to maximizing the value of whatever they're trying to build. So for example, you know, the product owner is accountable for making sure we know what to build, but the team's responsible to the obligation to choose the right way to do it to achieve the best goal to maximize value. So I think that while the product owner can tell us, hey, you know, this is what we need to do, or this is what we need to build. Where the how lies with the team is also incredibly important when it comes to maximizing value. So I think that as part of the commitment, we need to understand both and we need to make sure that we're focused and uh, that we're revisiting our commitment to value at every sprint planning meeting, at every daily standup, at all of our sprint reviews. I think it's important for us to make sure that we have a commitment to constant iterating so that we can make sure that we're collecting and gathering information and maximizing value as we go. Okay, this next one I thought long and hard about. The next one I want to talk about, number three on the list, is a commitment to transparency. Now, I say that Scrum teams are obligated to be transparent. That's just the way that I do it. Uh, the product backlog, the sprint backlog, you know, things that are in our near future should also be very transparent. Transparency is so critical. That's why it's part of empiricism, right? But I think that sometimes we take transparency too far and it makes the teams feel like they're in an environment where there's no psychological safety or trust and it causes that transparency to go away. So I think that we need to live by the word of transparency, that we need to build in psychological safety and trust and that we need to get to the point where transparency is something that's rewarded and not something that's frowned upon or you know, used as a stick, a weapon to beat down the team for something that they you know, uh, did, did or didn't get done, right? And then, of course, coming in next, I have the commitment to our long-term reach, our long-term objectives, the things that we want to do. Now, I'm not saying that these have to be completely transparent because I think that sometimes we have 
team goals that should be in line with our company goals, our product goals, and then company goals. But I think that team should constantly work towards that progression cycle. They need to get to a point where every sprint they're doing something that works towards their long-term objectives. And I think that, you know, the Scrum Guide is a really good tool to help walk us down a path and to teach us that we need to measure our progress regularly against our long-term goals, right? It shouldn't be something where we're sitting here saying, let's wait until our daily stand-up to optimize what we're trying to do and achieve what we're, I mean, yes, a good idea to get everybody on the same page, but you should be waiting for that meeting to do that. Uh, you know, I think what happens is we see that people create false excuses or things that they should or shouldn't be doing. And, and it turns into a list of rules, which turns into a playbook. And I, and I think you see where we're going for this. And there's one large quote or takeaway that I got from this article that I thought was pure gold, like the best thing that I saw here. So I want to make sure we uh, address this quote. So here's the quote. It says, quote, scrum is a reason to be committed not an excuse to avoid responsibility. Oh my goodness. I, if I could frame that and hang it in some people's offices, I would, right? I find too often that people are using Agile or Scrum as an excuse uh, to avoid being responsible, to avoid doing what we should be doing. And I think that, you know, when you, when you look at teams then and, and their need to be committed to the product goal, the sprint goal, the quality standards, what we're trying to do, the definition of done, how we maximize value, improving themselves. You know, there's a lot that we're asking of the team. So I want to go on record and say, doing agile is not necessarily hard, but being agile about doing agile is a challenge, right? And I think that when we recognize just how big of a piece commitment is and how commitment fits into all these different facets, that that's when we're going to discover that that commitment is what we really need to be successful. That commitment is the piece that's going to drive us forward. And that commitment's the piece that's going to be the linchpin to help us be successful. So quick review, right? Let's, let's do the review. We started off our week with, but we're different. And we talked about how we can meet people where they are in their agile journey. Then we talked about how we measure our agility health with assessments and how to use grow to identify where we have reasonable opportunities. Then we talked about understanding how organizations tick and the importance of having some type of team working agreement to ensure that we're flexible, but also to ensure that we have some structure with confidence that we know we can get things done. And today we talked about the importance of commitment and how that's different than just a loose, eh, we'll get something done, and what areas we should focus our commitment on in order to be successful. It's not always commitment to we're going to finish these six things this sprint. It's more of the commitment to improve what we're doing and improve who we are as a team, to maximize value to our stakeholders and internally. We need to commit to transparency, and we need to commit to our long-term objectives. And if you do those things, I guarantee you're going to have some success. That's going to do it now that we understand that Scrum is a reason to be committed and not an excuse to avoid responsibilities. I expect you to follow that mantra. Until next time, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Do take care. We'll talk soon.